Oh, do we do we want our theme song real quick? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I got it all cued. Uh, sure, this one works. Yeah, our theme song. I think this is a long version. I don't think very many people have heard this. We don't. Well, let's not play it all. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to cut it off in one, two, three. Bam. All right. Hit it. That was it? Yeah. Just... Oh, so they heard it. We didn't get they it. They heard it. Oh. Yeah. I know. We're all sitting waiting this, for like, it. This is the like, magic I'm of live kind shows. Of jam, but oh, no, man. No, no. Nothing. Next time. A professional have, podcast, time. everybody. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me are three of the greatest geeks in the world. Andrew Blind. Elizabeth Wallace. Chris Mitchell. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us for what will hopefully be uh, a regular occurring yep. uh, live streaming podcast from the Villainous Lair in Ooh. San Diego, California. Yeah. The greatest comic shop in San Diego, voted number one by the reader and many other publications that I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> City Beat. City Beat. City, City Beat. Yeah, City, City, City Beat. Beat. Thankfully, yeah. yes. Uh, you guys, again, that's actually mostly because of our fans who got the chance to vote us in, so that has been amazing. And we always say thank you for that because that's what makes us the place to be. Definitely. And it is a nice shop, too. I mean, I think we say that every podcast we do here, but <laughs> it's true. Like, seriously, come on come by. In. So many it's things I want to buy. Oh, my God. I just want the money. <laughs> well, it's, it's just like the uh, brown nosing I do here. Well, the brown, yeah, but it, it's funny because I know it's just was something was like a five minute, like I walk in the shop, like, yeah, I like That's how person. I knew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing when I came in the first time, five minutes in, I'm like, this well, is it. You were raving this, about I've, it. I've come, like, there I've was come weeks home. you're like, oh, dude, you got to come on by. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm like, all right, I tell everyone. I'm going to give it a spin and see how it works out. Came on my lunch break. I was like, I like this place. Right, wow. right. It came incognito, too. Oh, wow. I didn't even be like, I'm Anthony's friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd recognize you when you walk in. Oh, my God, that's Andrew. No, yeah. they'd be like, that's that, who's that Wookiee guy that came on? <laughs> it's a tall motherfucker. My kid says that now. He says, Dad, that Wookiee. That that Wookiee? Yeah, I, I'm like, what? Why are you calling me a Wookiee? Does he mean cookie? Does he, like... No, I think you probably exposed huh. him to a lot of Star Wars. Although he does have the Star Wars alphabet, so, you know, perhaps that is it. That could be no. Uh, so yeah, um, so we, we want to be very interactive with uh, everybody watching us. So as we move along, um, this is going to be very kind of current events happening in comic books, but we also want to make sure that we're answering uh, as many of your questions as we possibly can as we move along in our general conversation. Uh, Joshua just asked, Chris, what would you like to hear the Comic Issues crew talk about uh, the most? Mm-hmm. Any particular story that is commonly missed? Um... That's commonly missed. That's kind of commonly like, missed. Yeah, you you all really do cover quite a few of the we stories do our best. across the board. Um, so I don't think I have one in particular that's mainstream on comic level. Mm-hmm. That's kind of thing because you you actually do cover quite a bit. We do our best. The the yeah. only the only thing I regret is we can't be as detailed yeah. as we'd like to be. Well, well, I mean, you, it, it does help us go broader and spend less time on particular storylines, but. True. You know, it's, it's Side note, my sister's the... watching. Yay! Hi! Live now, nower than ever, says yeah. Catherine. All right, she yes. wins. She, she's been paying attention. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll go with that then. I'll go back. Uh, Valiant titles, or even Empowered for that matter, because I know you and I are big fans. Valiant? That's right. right. Valiant, yes, Valiant. Have you read any of the new Valiant? No, because it's Valiant. Yeah. <laughs> you should actually read some really? You really should read some of the new uh, Valiant. I, I tried. It was, here's what happened. Like, Comicology threw up that sale. They were like 99 right. cents an issue, and I'm like, but it's Valiant. I know. <sighs> And again, I had that same reaction too. What was it? Nexus was one of what was their, no. their characters? Exo Man. Exo Man, yes. And see, that was the thing that kind of got me because I, I used to be a big Exo Man of War fan. I mean, yeah. anything that's like high tech armor has kind of got my love immediately until it sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. So I read this and I'm thinking, oh God, it's going to be the typical, like. It's going to be straight up 90s. Yeah. Oh God, no. No? Well, thank no. God. Really? No, no, no. it looks straight up 90s. It's not. I'm, I'm ready for Every, foil covers. No foil covers. Thank God they're not going there. They, they learned their lesson on that Yet. one. I feel, I feel the entire comic industry <laughs> is a hair away from going back to foil covers. Marvel yeah. will do it first. Marvel first. I, absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I'm a hardcore Marvel boy, but I know that they'll fucking do it first. So. Probably. But seriously, getting back to it, Valiant, take a chance, actually read it. Uh, Exo Men and War was the very first one that impressed me. Because mm. they actually went a little bit more into Arik's background and history where he's not just, you know, like a talking dumb beast. He's mm-hmm. actually, the best way I've ever put it is, like, if you've ever seen Stars, how Spartacus and them talk in that show on that particular level, yeah. that's his level. That's okay. when he starts off as his base, and we progress from there. So it's mm-hmm. not your typical, 
brutish thug doing his thing. Well, that's good. That's good. And that's just EXO. And as you get to the rest of the universe, it's amazing. Mm. So I like they have learned their lesson. They've root tooled things. They've left the the bad stigma of the '90s behind as, them. As far as I've heard, they've been doing well. Yes. Yeah. Because it's good. Okay. It's hard. Take a Reading it's hard. hard. <laughs> Reading hard. And then empowered. Oh my God. Yes. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You read the latest issue, right? Yes. Not as good as the two that came before <laughs> it, but still pretty good. I don't know if I wouldn't say it's not as good because it's because there's only two stories in it, which was kind of that thing that yeah, they warned yeah. you about in the beginning. Yeah. You only have two stories. Excessively heavy-handed in the first one. Yeah. Well, it was all talking about death, so yeah. It's De- be death and hell. Yes. That's, yes. Like they couldn't hit you over the head harder about the word hell and your concept of hell. But there were still plenty of sexy scenes with Empowered and her boyfriend, so I yeah. was happy. That was so. Was that sexy scenes? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, and if you read Empowered, there's Adam all kinds Warren of sexy scenes. scenes. Sexy oh yeah, scenes, yeah. So. he does a good, good. He did. Uh, David Morris wants to know how hyped are we uh, for the Walking Dead mid-season return, and what do we think will come about with it? Uh, I unfortunately have, have fallen behind. Oh, I'm way so behind I, too. I can't. So. I can't say too much. I'm up, I know I'm you're up. up. I know you're up yeah, on it. Yeah, she's a, she's live tweeting. For one reason or another, we won't have two solid episodes that only show the governor, and so that I'm happy for. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I, I will. It. I will binge. Uh, probably right before the the mid season return. Right. Uh, is usually. Actually, it's My probably going to be off. mine is as soon as that little Netflix icon says new next oh, to but it. Then that's, oh, but that's so you're going to wait till the fourth season then. If you're caught up, you can live tweet with us. We are still doing a live tweet. So. Yes. She, she, by, she, by us, she, is, I mean, she is doing a live tweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah Singer, sketch foil combo covers. Yes. yes. That's, that's That'll happen. That's going to that, happen. That's going to happen. Like I said, it will be Marvel for the third wave of the all-new, brand-new Spectacular now as things come back and they restart something else into a new book, restarting their number one of another book that had a previous number of something else as they ended it. And, yeah, I have issues with Marvel. On that yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Marvel now. now uh, Jordan oh, asks, who do we think will die in the second half of, uh, <laughs> of Walking oh. Dead? Uh, mm. Honestly, I feel it's anybody but um, Rick... Um, the kid and the baby. Carl. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Carl and the baby. Kid and yeah. Rick and Carl are safe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, aside aside from the comic books uh, and the limited thing that I do know, uh, I do feel because Rick is the main character of the show, and if you lost him, you'd lose a lot of fan base. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Carl, because he's a kid. Uh, you know what? That's it's actually why I think that's why the baby won't die because no one will kill a baby on TV. Uh, well, all right. No, I won't say no, no one. That's no, an absolute. No spoilers. No spoilers. Unborn is okay, apparently. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. The, this, this, baby, this baby is alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, Carl, I think because he's the one to kind of watch develop. Yeah. Because everyone yeah. else is kind of in their rut. Yeah. Now, if Daryl dies, we riot, and sure, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's like at least half the driving force for the audience. But if he did die, if he did die, it would be really it, rough. That would be huge TV. But yeah. the, the core cast really, which is at this point now, Rick, Carl, Michonne, Daryl, they're safe. I don't see them killing those any of those for all. They're the safest. Yeah. I don't no, know. They are completely safe. No, that is, no. you, don't, you don't think they'll... Oh, there's, still been, there's still been a few deaths that have happened on that show that have surprised me. Okay, so well, here's, here's, here's the deal. This is how the, the person so out of those characters... I know they're popular, but Michonne, I could see her going. Oh, uh, no. I don't see her going. No. Not because she's the strength. Like, she's one of those strength characters that I could so see. So is Rick. Which is... Rick, yeah, but Rick is like... He's different. He's Rick like... Is, Rick, Rick is, is like, like Mickey Mouse. part of the... Of yeah. The yes. Thing. But... Like he's a moral heart. Daryl's your badass. Michonne's your, your other pride. badass. But she's she, awesome. He's, yeah, that's true. That, she's, she's just awesome entirely. But I could see them like pulling that. And just, Carl was the one to watch as because he's your focal point to see how it affects a growing person in that environment. Because everybody else is already set. Like I could see that. Dumbledore. I, I could see that. I could see that happening. I, I don't see it happening. Turn out to be gay the whole time? Well, <laughs> maybe. I also, mean. it could happen, yeah. too. Yeah. Could happen. Flashbacks yeah. with Andrea. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. a lot of time with Andrea. When Andrea seemed, was a little bit better, you know, not sick uh, all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that, that kind of better. I thought you oh. meant as a character. Oh. Uh, okay, so David asked a question that uh, I've got right here on my notes, buddy. Oh, cool. Uh, how do we feel about the Teen Titans being canceled? Uh, DC just announced uh, official Officially, Scott Lobdell announced, uh, Brett Booth, it's it's going to end uh, on 30. So we've got two or three, like about three months, or three more issues. Glad they're given a chance to wrap up. Um, yeah, they're going to finish their arc, right. essentially. And that is it. 
Honestly, um, I could never get onto this book from day one. Uh, Lubdell's writing felt very 90s, a lot of heavy-handed exposition, and the characters telling me how they feel. I do like Brett Booth's art, mm-hmm. but it's... I feel it could be better for the general style that he has. I wouldn't not read. I wouldn't not read a book because he was on it. I like it well enough, but it it wasn't enough to keep me beyond Lubdell's uh, Lubdell's writing. Right. So for the most part, um, I just hope they take the opportunity to restructure because they had they are saying that um, this isn't the end of the Teen Titans. This is just the end of this book. Pull a page from Marvel and cancel it only to reboot it later. You know, make two more money. months, guys. Be yeah. right on back. Right. Yeah. Teen Titans now. Yeah. Cover. <laughs> oh no, no, they do the no, 3D no. covers, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how they're going to do this because this leaves it open if they fall into any of the other DC tropes. We go from team to team. I don't know if anybody remembers the uh, Teen Titans yes. from the 90s. Teen Titans? It was Teen Titans. Teen Titans. That was another one. All and new Teen Titans. Titans. I remember those ones. Yeah. Well, Marvel's got the, got the corner on the all new. You can't do true. anything all new unless you're Marvel. Maybe we can do the true. real thing. We'll bring back like the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> the real Teen Titans? The real yeah. Teen Titans. It could happen. Ooh, what do we have? Uh, well, I mean, does anyone else kind of feel... Does any, is anyone going to lament... Actually, Chris, the store. Yeah. Uh, as far as as far as, no, as far as the, the 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 customers who come into the store, yeah, do you think anyone's really going to lament uh, a lot the about the loss going? of Teen Titans? Teen Titans? Not really. Yeah. Just because um, the book overall. I mean, I've I've been reading. I've read most of the things in the in the uh, that come out. Overall, like you said, it, it's been a little heavy hand on the writing. They really have not. Given us the Titans that we all kind of know and love, even like no matter yeah. the cast, there's always been like a general real family feel behind the Titans, and they've all been real bitchy to each other. As far as I've this seen, is, this is not a bunch of friends who no. hang out in the tea tower. Exactly, and I'm not even expecting Teen Titans go forget that. No. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's. Well, yeah, no. I'm, yeah. I'm talking like actual people who like each other. Yeah, <laughs> people who who might hang out outside of costume. Exactly. Uh, Andrew, how do you minimize that thing? You did it before, I think. What, 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 what did you do? All right. You, you didn't do that ah, then. Okay. Uh, so David Morris asked, how do we feel about the new uh, Batman, Damien animated movie, uh, Son of Batman, just announced today? I, mean, I, I think mm-hmm. I can make a sign for this since we're live. Love. <laughs> uh, this, uh, we'll jump to this that was on the, on the notes. Yeah. Uh, Son of Batman just announced Justice League War coming out early next month. Right. Uh, this is the, the, the DC animated movies that come mm-hmm. out every year. We get about so three. I have, a, I have actually a theory what they should name this, and this is like an apology letter, almost like I'm sorry for all the bad stuff we did to you. Here's something good. They haven't done anything bad to me yet. Who? DC? DC? DC well, DC animated. I'm so, I'm speaking okay. specifically oh, okay. of the animated say, line. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Like, I, I no, I forgive them for the one that I, I hated. Which one don't you like? I don't like the Doomsday one. No, yeah, it was pretty terrible. Oh, the terrible. first one. Oh, the very first one. Yeah, it was very terrible. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's pretty good considering it was kind of that first time we saw, oh, they're taking a real comic story and animating it. True. Now... If you the, the actual story is really drawn out, and a lot of that shit is worthless, and they cut all that out, and they just and what they do, I think the the failings is, is that they rush that second half of his return, and all the the uh, pathos that's involved in in Superman being gone. Yeah, I think that's really what it was. That. And I think if they did it now, they would include that because they're good at including. You know, emotion into them, but mm-hmm. for the first one, I give it a pass. Well, I give it a pass, but so you use a DC animated. <laughs> uh, for me, I qualify that with the Green Lantern debacle, the Young Justice debacle, Batman oh. Beware being. I mean, don't get me wrong, I wasn't watching Batman be, Beware. But I watched a good amount good. of it. It, it looked kind of neat, but I just was like, you know what? I'm, but I still feel those are part of their their things. Like that's all that yeah. DC animated. Because mm. they have kind of fucked up fucked up in the last couple of times. Like we lost all those shows. The, the, the series, the series, yeah. They, they they've they fucked up the series. Yeah. Uh, the the animated movies, I feel, have always they're always at a, a good steady. Good steady, but then you look at this Justice League War. Which this is the one that's really we haven't seen it yet though. So I, know, I mean, I'm holding judgment. You're you're trying to judge it off of the comic book, which yeah, origins. Yeah, it's based off the Justice League origin story, which I felt was a slight bit rushed. Yeah, all things boring. Uh, you finally yeah. get to the baddie, and he gets boom tubed away, and you're like, oh right, well that was a waste they, of six uh, issues. They did fight for half an issue. I mean, but, <laughs> but I mean, it was more of a chance. If they're basing it off of the book, it was a good chance to reintroduce you to the iconic yeah. people of except DC. no Aquaman. Huh? Except no Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman's gone. Aquaman out and put Shazam. Shazam. Really, guys? 
Fuck you, DC. But um, <clears throat> I like Shazam, but yeah, I'd I take Aquaman over Shazam every time. Yes. Shazam's and, a weird character to kind of get into. That's a whole different they did that. Actually, the Shazam thing that I really liked was that one. Uh, it was like the one shot they did where they collected all the little shorts. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, Superman bad. Shazam. That was good. That, that was, was good. Really I like awesome. that. That was like a good, solid origin introduction to the character. Young Justice well, Abduction. They do that. Yeah. That's the, uh, the web series that uh, has a very excellent Two Face. Yeah. That's what I've heard. <laughs> and a pretty awesome uh, storyboard. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. And Andrew's done some of the storyboards for me as well. storyboards as of now. Yeah. I got all right. my script. Uh, in the, well, the email, I guess. For episode four, because I think I'm in three. Okay. I'm on four. Aw. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you. Yeah. Um, Justice, Justice League Abduction, we've, we've had Colin on the podcast twice. He writes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one. He's the major force behind uh, making it happen. He got that sick leather mask. He just got a brand new leather mask. He debuted. Uh, follow Young Justice Abduction on Facebook uh, for all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun for me to participate. Uh, and just on, on, as a product on its own, it's super fun and filled with passion. Like, these kids... They really, they take it seriously, and I yeah. think that's the one thing, the the, the best thing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's got no one's got tons of money. No one's crazy. Uh, you know, um, I mean, the costumes are all good because they're all cosplayers. Right. But this isn't you know anything you'll see on TV. So you you put that stuff aside because that's unfair to compare it to, and mm-hmm. just look at you know uh, everyone taking what they're doing seriously, and even even me, I I'm a terrible judge at whatever I do. But I wanted to do well, and I can tell you from being there with everyone else, everyone wants to do well, and I think it's definitely coming across. I think, uh, I mean, the popularity is definitely growing. Okay, I haven't had a chance to check it out. I knew about it, I just have not gotten to that. As Three episodes ready to watch. Yeah, this yeah. is true. Yeah. Fourth one uh, coming soon. Uh, Sarah Winchester. <laughs> Gosh, I wonder where she is. Yeah. 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 Sneak in the back she, she might be within yeah. earshot. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Constantine pilot? Trepidation. This I'm excited for. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, and it depends. If it's going to go to NBC, I have a feeling I'm going to get a new 52-style Constantine mm-hmm. as opposed to our Vertigo one that we really probably yeah. miss, want. Considering, considering we haven't had a video media uh, represent, good representation of Constantine. The movie's kind of a half-handed, this it, is kind of like what Constantine is. Uh, nice and I, li- I like Constantine the movie. Yeah, no. It Despite flaws, I still enjoy yeah. it. I enjoyed it, but I, wasn't, I didn't really feel like it was like true to the book. Is what it, no, was. it was no, a good movie, no. but it wasn't missed. I feel it's true to the attitude, yes. but the lore, not true to the, the style. I thought it was true to original Constantine pre-Vertigo. Okay. That's how it kind of felt. Which I'm less familiar with, so. The early, like, when he first met Swamp Thing and was trying to help him out doing that thing just before um, Mr. Moore got his hands on him and made him to the badass that we all know and love as he shifted him over into that thing, that version is kind of like that early, early pre like I said, really pre-vertical content. Yeah. So that's what I got out of that. Do you think he's going to have a smoking problem? I hope. Nobody smokes on TV anymore, though. Bad well, guys, no, I think the, bad guys uh, still smoke Except in Mad Men. In Mad Men, they do a lot. Yeah, well, but they open the door for it this, there, you know? This, this won't be on AMC. But the uh, Surgeon General just came out asking Hollywood to stop that smoking problem, so. Really? Uh, yeah. That's going to take so much away from him. Killing us, General Surgeon. Damn. <laughs> Demote that motherfucker. Um, I mean, I... I don't know. Like we have plenty of anti-heroes on television, so it's not like it's it's necessarily new. What I want to see is a very well thought out mystical underbelly to a world that we can recognize as being very real and mm-hmm. normal. I wanted to, you know, kind of like as an example, that first time you saw the Matrix, you're like, holy mm-hmm. shit, that could <laughs> be. That's a thing that could be. Right. Uh, I would really like Constantine to have that same kind of feel. Like I feel Shield. It seems kind of obvious that crazy shit is happening. Everything is way above the normal world that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they put their fucking logo on everything. <laughs> Shield really is deep. not a secretive organization. They are not the worst anymore. at keeping secrets. No, no, secrets. and that's the thing. Shield was not. Yeah, after Avengers and the helicarrier fucking falls out of the sky. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough to keep a secret after that. And in the next movie, we saw for sure another helicarrier will fall. Several. Out of the sky. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. more than one. Like fucking flies. Shield in the old days, like back in the sixties, they were meant to be the secret spy. So, yeah, real covert yeah. stuff. Right. 
the new version post nineties, they're very much in, everybody knows who they who they are. Okay. You pretty much know Shield. Shield is like the FBI. It's just a higher, kind more sort of, yeah, yeah. super tech branch of the fucking FBI or CIA. That's what Shield is at this point. So they still even. So they don't even have to be so much secretive as much as you just need to know that if you see the Shield logo, shit's bad. They are now coming out of the woodworks. Do you now actually see all of this stuff that they've been dealing with is now to come to light now because after the incident of the Avengers, yeah. You, you, you don't have to be in the shadows anymore, for yeah. the most part. Well, you can't be. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess apparently I mean, you, you are, but, still, but people know who count. S.H.I.E.L.D. is, but right. not they, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents clearly aren't uniform. So they're still S.H.I.E.L.D. is still covert, mm-hmm. but you know, just like you know there's a CIA, but you don't right. know who's in the CIA. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's the thing, if you, re, if you go back and watch the movies, especially the Iron Man one, that's where some of the jokes are coming in about S.H.I.E.L.D. When, Coulson, when you first see Coulson and he's trying to talk to Pepper, he's saying, like, what the his organization is. He hasn't even gotten all the way through it. <laughs> And if Sounds like somebody those, really wanted to spell shield. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how you see them start their build-ups. Yeah. And now you're seeing that. Yeah. And we are watching the team build, which brought us to the other question of how do we feel about Sif being on the show? Which is one thing that popped up. I'm super excited uh, for, for Sif. Uh, I really like Jamie Alexander. I think she is not had the chance to do enough in the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. So to see her come into the show, and granted, it'll be one, two episodes, you know, arcing tops. Um, but really, the my biggest complaint, and I've just started kind of turning the corner. I was ready to kind of give up on the show. Uh, but the last couple episodes have, have pulled me back a bit, is... It could be any show. Like this is what we. This is our complaint yeah. early on. Is this could be any show? They just heroes. call it Marvel, yeah. mm-hmm. and and that's supposed to keep people. Uh, but with Lady Sif, now we have a, a, a better connection. Uh, like we yeah, we got Fury, and you know for a, a short cameo, we've had um, Coulson show up. Well, yeah, Coulson, but Coulson kind of he began there. I, I need I need a good connection for this. Coulson's not enough. So to have Lady Sif come on, uh, I think is going to be super fun, and hopefully, give, we'll give whomever is in control of the show the idea that yes, connected to the movies, connected to that whole Marvel universe that you own. Mm-hmm. You know, like take all the take all the small characters, like fight Mister Hyde one episode. You're never going to worry about Mister Hyde in a movie, so it's. It's not like you're you're the terrible thing. Exactly. Hyde's terrible film. Well, he is Daredevil, Spider-Man in that overlap area. But no, he's primarily more than okay. But but still, I mean, he's Mister Hyde. There's a lot more we can put ahead of Mister Hyde. The thing is. Considering you go with small tier, you want to get some of those small tier that people do really, really know, and then you want to give it a credible threat to bring Shield in, and that's the other problem because Hyde is such a low level thing. Yeah, I but mean, I mean, I mean like, but he's super powered, and super powered is a thing we haven't seen a whole strength. lot of. That's really his whole. Yeah, thing. but I mean, like, so I does mean, so does James Gunn, like. That's kind of all he's got, except it's yeah, got the... they've lost me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I, I've never even heard the character hide, so... See, that's my point. <laughs> see? And this, was, this was my point. This is why you want to go with somebody a better second-tier oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, but... The, that, see how we lost him? Yeah, but the, the, the better second-tier character... Yeah. You're right, you're right. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was just smiling for the camera. I was, too. I was too. The better second-tier to be characters, really though, am. may show up in a Daredevil movie. And in which case, like, if you show them here, now that we've established that the show is locked to the rest of the continuity... That actor is locked, and the the the, the wages are a thing. Yeah. But Not but, but my point is is they're giving you that small build into the Marvel universe. They're trying to get make sure that you. Have, I just feel it's been too gentle. I don't know about that. I I think I, I have a different opinion about that. Just only reason because if it's too heavy handed. You'll lose a lot of mainstream regulars. Yeah, the, 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 the muggles will drop off. Yes, and, uh, and more than anything else, you won't have a chance to give a real build of that universe. Yeah, you just slammed them into it. Now at this point, it's like, hey, here's remember that stuff they're shooting movie? Oh, that was all bullshit. Don't worry about that. It, here's a real shit. It's right here. And it worked. It's, it's work. working for Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow is different, though. That is a whole different beast compared to. Yeah, that one's not. They're not trying to capture the the mainstream. Right. Are they? And the way Sleepy Hollow is basing itself is to backtrack off of you know it's it's playing more off the horror aspect of things. Yeah. Allowing that. Yeah. You can play with that a lot better than you can this, which already has structure and background, very structured, well known thing. And if you 
We're all fans here, yes? If you deviate from something that we know, we will be pissed. We will will go to the internet. So this is why they are doing very soft-handed approach, just because it's a chance to give people, other people who don't know anything about it, a chance to get in on it. Those who do, a nice approach where we can go... Okay, you didn't fuck this up. We're good. We okay. can move on. And that's how they're handling this. Uh, David Morris wants to know, Paul Anderson as Ant-Man, love it, hate it. Uh, as a Scott Lang Ant-Man, which apparently he's, he's going to be. Yep. I think it's fine. I like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, I think he can definitely do more than just kind of be goofy and, and you know, the, uh, the Judd Apatow Paul Rudd that we know a lot of. Uh, Michael Douglas, that's weird. That is strange. But Too old. Really I, I still hold like by what I was said. Previous podcast. What's that? That's not. It's not on the podcast. Okay, it's not on the podcast. No. Okay. No. Well, I'm going to stay to here because I think I'm right still. What? I say that they're going to make him a wife beater still. <laughs> oh damn! I think they're going to go with it. They're going to go with that. I think it's so. a Disney movie. I, That's the problem. It's so but Disney. they're going to make because he's going to be the the maker of Ultron and he's going to be Ultron what? already exists. No. Doesn't matter. They could still be like they could talk about it in the movie and then do some shit in there. I, gonna, I think it's going to happen. I don't think they'll make him the wife beater. I, I think they will lose to it. It's too dark. I think so. For I don't Marvel. think Marvel. I'm not. They're not going to go all comedian. They're not going to make him the comedian like. No, but no. they're going to. Because he's never even been there. That would be a betrayal of the character. Why well, no? But they will definitely. And honestly, face. honestly, even if they made that a big deal, that's a betrayal of the character because it's not like. It's not like that was a huge, arcing, long-occurring thing. It was just a major point that, honestly, I just found out today was an accident in editing. It was <laughs> never meant to be a hit. He was just supposed to kind of throw his hands up, but the way that it was drawn and the miscommunication made it look like he hit her. That, I think, is a cop I think I If it's totally true or not, I don't know. I just heard it today, and I found it really I interesting. I totally think Hollywood would actually do that, take one minor point and make it into a major plot. Oh, yeah, it's Hollywood. Done it before. it's Hollywood. Yeah. But. but the thing with Pam was that, and it was kind of the thing that, if I don't know if you've been reading his stuff since that point, that one small... Small. <clears throat> in, in comparison of things... Ant small. Ant small. Ant small. And, and I, not to trivialize any of this ever because it's never proper to hit a woman. No, absolutely. Ever. So just making sure I'm clear <laughs> we're about not, We're not. We're not. Right. We're right. not. We're not. and everything. Well, the question boxes have just blown up. Right. <laughs> Holy shit, Mitchell. No, no, no. That one aspect of him should not be his only defining thing. Yes. And that is... Well, no, he, he is too. You have the ultra no. thing. No. And actually, and that was kind of the funny thing. Did you ever read the Mighty Avengers arc when he took over? Yeah. After Secret... Really uh, uncomfortable sitting in between you guys. The glare is hitting me now, too. <laughs> Drag that a little bit around. Okay. It's not fun. So, uh, but if you've read that arc, there's a part in there where Pym is kind of talking about the things that he's known for. Mm-hmm. And it's like, pretty much it's known as, you're that scientist guy, you're that little small ant guy, you're the person who hit, hit Janet... And that's all you're ever going to be known for. You have done and accomplished so many other things. The things that you have accomplished as a scientist alone is incredible. What you've done in the Avengers is incredible. This is why you're a founding damn member. But no one will ever, ever remember you because except for that one incident there. Mm-hmm. And they, and I don't think they want to focus on that. But. Well, I think what they're going to do, because, okay, remember uh, Age of Ultron. I did read all of that and how they kind of treated Hank Pym where he was... Not necessarily, like, broody, but he definitely was, like, he, you could see there was a little bit of a, um... Like a, he's tainted. He's tainted. There's, like... Oh, yeah, he's he, definitely a tainted so. Like, he yeah. wants to do right, but he keeps on doing wrong in some form. Something... And that's kind of that thing for him. It's, like, the one... And that's the best part about it. If you reread it, it's, he only did one thing wrong, and that is forever tainted. Like, in, in regards to Ultron, at least. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, casting rumors, as far as um, Janet goes... Uh, Rashida Jones, I know, is one, and she's my personal favorite. Um, and honestly, I can't remember the other one. But essentially, we're looking at late 20s to maybe early 30s Janet. Clearly not Michael Douglas's wife. I don't know. That will be his he side plane who leaves him and is now going uh, to Scotland. Yeah. I, I, I swear. <laughs> Here, here's her script right around for that. It's going to be. Don't write around for that. Don't retain Rashida Jones. She's a beautiful human being. Well, no, I know. I'm just saying that the way they're going to play it up since she's 20 and it definitely can't be his wife, it's going to be the daughter of his wife or something like that. Somewhere. They're just going to go Watchmen, I swear to God. Just, just watch. All right. Well, when it comes out, I will laugh at you when you're wrong. Uh, who uh, hit who with what now? Ant-Man again. Why does he keep hitting his wife? <laughs> he doesn't he keep, does hitting keep hitting his wife. One time. One time. Once. 
I, I still think there's it's just a little hint. I don't think they're gonna do it. I it's really don't. Hint. I think a little ant hint. I think they're gonna play more. I'm of gonna what slap Pim the shit out of you. More of what Pym did during the Avengers Assembled, not Assembled, but the uh, the Aven- Earth's Mightiest Heroes storyline. Okay. They're gonna play at him like that, that Hank Pym, where he's like, I'm uh, I'm a pacifist, doesn't do anything. Big scientist hates all of that type of crap, and he kept. I can't necessarily agree with that because, as a a million year old man, uh, no one expects him to be very active. Well, I'm saying this is why he hasn't been well known. Have you seen Romancing uh, the Stone? That guy can boogie. Oh, you mean thirty fucking years ago? No kidding. Name another Michael Douglas movie. Oh God! Actually, I know a bunch of Michael Douglas movies. Yes, yes. That was my only other one. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Uh, With with Flash getting an Arrow spinoff, do you think that this Flash will be added to movie continuity, which would allow Arrow Flash? It got away. Here, I can can read it for you. Why don't you let me control (laughs) the screens here? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Do you think the Flash will add it to the movie continuity, which would allow uh, Arrow, Flash, Superman, Batman? And uh, all to be established to slowly start a JLA, or will they throw the show out and make their own? I think they're going to throw the show out and make yeah. their own. If, I think it is if awesome. DC has any brains, they'll keep Stephen Amell, they'll keep everyone that they've already established in the Arrow show, uh, and use that. I think Stephen Amell would be fine in a JLA movie. I think he's he's a solid upstart Green uh, Green Arrow. Can I can I throw this out there because there there's the element. Okay, so I really want Idris Elba as John Stewart Green Lantern, <laughs> but I would I would be okay if Arrow's uh, what's the bodyguard's name again? Diggle Diggle if they came out. He's like his real name was John Stewart because he said he's a Marine. Oh, and all Marines change their names when they enlist? No, but he could just be using an alias. Like that's no, just no. that's his nickname, and his real name is John Stewart. And then suddenly, because have you been staring at the Arrow uh, ads in the comics a little too long? I'm just saying. When I first saw it, he said he was a Marine. I'm like, oh god, this would be excellent because they have all that stuff where they're like the Green Arrow and the Green Lantern got together and hung so, out. That's not gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen. I'm just this is dreaming. This well, is having fun. This is part of the podcast. I know. I know. I'm saying it's not gonna happen. Just so I'm like, I'm just gonna have to sadly shoot that one out was because the most recent um, rumors no actually the most recent Arrow comic book that's for the new 52 yeah they brought him in as straight up Diggle oh, and okay. there was a John Stewart on the side over there dealing with all thank you Batman you're zero Right. Anyway, <laughs> they were in the same place at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. Wait, did one have glasses? <laughs> I'm Diggle. No, but no, no. Were they green, glowing glasses? So he's running very co- with John Stewart no. in the same universe now. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's fine. Gonna... I just because yeah. I watched uh, Arrow and I've been watching Arrow more and more now. But it's a great uh, show. It, it is a really good do- show, and I really like Diggle a lot. I'm like, I, I just want to see that guy in more stuff. That was the question I missed. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, David, fucking, are you, you're on it, buddy. Uh, with Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones beginning in uh, a Netflix series, will they appear in Shield or a movie? Um, I mean, I honestly fucking hope so because it would be amazing. Yeah. But with whatever contracts they've written with Netflix, I I don't know. I I hope they do. I really do. Well, um, actually, I think. And you- honestly, it should be a Heroes for Hire and a Daredevil <laughs> show. <laughs> Just two of them. We don't. We Heroes don't need Hire and his amazing friends. <laughs> yes. We, we, don't, we don't need a Jessica Drew show. Luke, uh, Luke Cage, and Jessica Drew show. Man, that, that she was like. We already had it. It's called Alias. Not the same Alias though. <laughs> it's not the same. Pretty, alias. pretty close. No, it's, it's got another close. Alias. <laughs> no, because that Alias show was. You know, you're being informed to be a spy because you found out your dad's secret and you had to do all the whole black milly twisty bits and all this bit versus tragic superhero background. You made that start. It failed because you got mind-possessed by a seriously horrible bad guy and you're trying to pick up the pieces of your shattered Who life. Who was that? Who was that? That was the Purple Man. Purple Man. So that's why I'm actually looking forward to that to see how they actually play that across and see how much of the how, how comic book he gets with with Netflix. I, I have to assume that the the entire scope of the show will be smaller, um, not lesser in quality, but essentially there's always that kind of line in in Hollywood, and I would say that referring to TV as well. That if you kind of sneak underneath this budget, you get a lot more freedom. Hmm. Uh, and since Netflix has been really successful with their shows already, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they can just really pull some amazing stuff out of the out of the comic books. That would be super great. Really hoping for that. Uh, Steph's ask, uh, asking what I'm drinking is a caramel frappuccino with extra caramel. <laughs> a lot of extra caramel. Because I'm very sweet that way. <laughs> 
don't know, I mean, I think it, I think it's best to be Heroes for Hire and a Daredevil show. Like that's that's all, that's all there is to it. Well, somebody's just trying to start a fight. That's all. That's all that question is right there. Uh, Batman or Superman? Who's, who's better? Batman? Kristen, you starting some shit here. Uh huh. <laughs> um, character-wise, Batman. Yeah. Superman is just way too scout. perfect. Like, how can you relate to a character who has no flaws? His flaws are other people. So, I mean, it, it makes him just this giant, cold, stone wall. And then we had that whole conversation about trying to the hug. fact that uh, Batman is supposed to be all antisocial. He's got way more huge, friends. Huge way family. You know? Way bigger network. Yeah. <laughs> I, he, no, Sips has the same level of network as he but he doesn't seem to be as close with like Supergirl and Superboy pre New Fifty Two. Pre New Fifty Two, because yeah. you must throw that in. Because yes. pre New Fifty Two, post they hate each other. They all hate Everybody each other. And even crap. Superman's a bigger dick. Um, but no, pre Fifty Two, he's actually more human now. That's why you get to call him a bigger dick. Because that's the thing. Is he him. more human in the new version? Yes. Is and he uh, got the of jeans? New Fifty Two, he's actually a little more human. Because I, it's, it's oh. another one. It's another one I dropped off. Um, but from what I've heard, like. I mean, without the Kents, like, what's his connection to the real world? He doesn't even have Lois anymore. Granny doesn't have Lois. So who, what, what human does he still have Lana. to connect? Lana's still there. And the, Bam. Yeah. Hey, but, I mean, but he's, you asked. But, but, but Wonder Woman. <laughs> you're right, you're right. You backhanded him. Yeah. Followed by you asked for it. That's fair. That's fair. But Wonder Woman is, you know, is his number one girl. So, I mean, everyone else comes comes to a second. Mm-hmm. That's relatively yeah. a new thing. Though. Which is a nice exploration because they're both right. realistically lonely characters who mm-hmm. have a hard time relating to regular folk. And that was kind of the thing. If you, especially if you've been reading a lot of the New Fifty Two Superman, have you? I actually have. What no, was I was that? asking them. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what I've noticed with the, what they've been trying to do with Superman was make him less the super goody two shoes as much as that guy who is being good because he's been kind of like trained to become and do thanks to the Kents and the people around him. He still is that stranger in the strange land. They're really playing up a little bit more of that aspect for him. Uh, but at the same time, they, you see a more realistic response from him about these things of like, okay. oh, God, I have to do this because this is going to be bad for everybody. And they don't trust me. I don't freaking like blame him. The first, the first handful of like Morrison books, I'm like, okay, he's got a really grounded view of uh, a good and bad mm-hmm. line. Yeah. You know, it was, it was much more morally... Uh, driven then, you know, okay, well, this is clearly a crime. This is, you know. And it's been interesting for their approach for him in the New 52 because anybody outside of him, generally looks at him as like, you're a big dick. They, they've said it. They think it. They call him out on it. They're like, dude, you're being too much of these. And there's those moments when he catches up like, okay, you know what? You're right. I, I kind of, I know I'm, we're supposed to be doing good. We're supposed to be setting an example. He's not even trying to be that whole super leader role that the previous New 52 one was. It's that since he's so much in that spotlight and everybody keeps looking at him, he's now very aware of it. Don't you think that kind of alienates people from the character that they knew? Not necessarily. No? No. Because it, we can't be the only people who were sitting there thinking, he's a boy scout, I can't relate to him. Well, like, we need to change up something. I, I, I right. can tell. I, I did this uh, event where I was trying to get into Superman, and I picked up at the library, they had a book, and it was Superman from, like, 1940 all the way through, like, 87. <laughs> well, that was sort of your mistake right there. Well, yeah. I know. I skipped. I got to the, the 70s. I was like, I'll read from 70 Golden Silver Age Superman was... is an entirely different well, it is. Monster. But 70s and 80s was still very unrelatable, too. And it was difficult. To kind of yeah, like no, 70s, 80s, yes, I agree. And that's why we had to get the Man of Steel, John Byrne. Well, we, when we got the bullet Superman. and Oof. No, that was the 90s. And, no, and then blue and red Superman. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they give 3D glasses out with that book? Yes. Probably. <laughs> you want to hit this question? Um, there's... From, from Bo? <laughs> I wonder where Bo is right yeah, now. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder where Bo is. <laughs> One of the other man, fine managers here at the Villainous Lair. Yes. Um, uh, mem- uh, alum of the podcast. Yes. Uh, he, uh, he's asking what he already knows. Will there be a Doctor Strange movie? Yes. Uh, it's the only other, I think, confirmed movie of Phase 3 yeah. other than Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, that John... seems going to be... That's going to be weird. I can't wait for Doctor Strange. Oh my god! That, like, I mean, done right. It depends on but, who the villain is, which is actually a very good question. Bo's asking, who, the villain. that that's the problem. Like, who is 
Doctor Strange's villain. The problem is, is you have your two go-to villains. Automamu and... Uh, and Baron Mortem. Okay. Like, the, they're hand-in-hand. Hand. It's like Peas in a Pop, Batman and Robin. That's who they pretty much are. Yeah. You know? And it would impress me if they used somebody else besides those two. Well, I, I think would, so. I think you'd have to. But the safe bet is to use those two. I think Dormammu is going to be that Thanos at the end type of thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a better choice for, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because the can... only other one, for those who are major uh, Strange fans, <laughs> and that's the one they put that. <laughs> like two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anyone? Anybody? Umar is your other connection leading to Dormammu. Because that's essentially his little sister. Hmm. They're connected. And Dormammu was the one who got like the super big power, and he became the super dimensional god. And sis was kind of in the background, going, "Yeah, you did that shit. Fuck you. But I'm gonna get you. That's like, this motherfucker right here. So I got some of it, and that's gonna be her. So they could possibly, if they were going to play this across the board mm-hmm. to build up to him, it would be Mordo is your first villain. You get through all of that madness. Get to Umar." Who's like I said, Dormammu's sister, and from there you lead into him, and that would be a good trilogy to work up and show you a lot more of the mystic aspects. Do you really want a trilogy, though? I want anything better than that 1970s movie, sir. <laughs> I, I would agree. Thought about that one. See, sadly, wow. okay, I'm oddly old enough to remember that as a small kid, but I do remember that. Ooh, I remember that movie. And it does hurt my soul every time I look at little clips of it on YouTube. I'm just going, oh, because they were so censored back then. It was a TV movie, too, on CBS. Oh, and oh well, like, I mean, yeah. Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, and actually, in comparison of all the bad things that could have been done by Fox, that was not the worst. Generation X. So. Oh, that's oh, wow. right. That was Sorry, really those flashy oh. laser neon belt buckles. No. Yeah, I also, also remember that JLA yeah. pilot as well. The one that they buried. Yeah, the that horrible, horrible thing that they had to bury. Yes, like the Roger Corman uh, Fantastic <laughs> Four movie, which they're making a documentary of. I know. Which I, I can't. Oh, I can't. I'm happy that. about that. I gotta see that. Uh, we've had a couple of people answer back about uh, how they've been liking Shield. Mm-hmm. Both Joshua and uh, Stephen Henry uh, have been liking the show. Uh, Joshua has uh, the kind of the same desires as like at least I've kind of mentioned like some more superheroes and some more kind of connection I, to to the world would be nice slow build slow build because yeah but Coulson's still it. a really great drive for the show right uh, okay so Bo's come uh, bringing in back around to uh Doctor Strange Shuma Gorath yeah uh, is... you may remember as the Tensely guy from uh-huh. uh, Marvel Capcom 2 yeah, 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 or the uh, downloadable content uh, from Over vs. Capcom 3. Only if you bought the Ultimate Edition. Yes. Fuck that. Exactly. Uh, that is a good point. Uh, Shimogoroth is a possibility, but... Isn't that a little weird for movies? A little bit. No. For the, for the, the, the world that we've kind of built? Technically, I monster. Not, you get Mordok first before you get Shumagora. <laughs> not really, because I mean, since we're dealing with magic, the rules are all you know off the table. Yeah, point. but do you think they would actually do a tentacly one-eyed monster like that? Again, not for my first good movie. Yeah. I, it's something I would throw in later, but, but uh, like I said, trilogy, again, that's something where we build up to, ugh. and that's the thing. Cthulhu-esque trilogy, he says, that? Yeah. yeah, all right. yeah Fight the madness. You could so play with that series, and that's another thing. Ha-ha. Uh, first Doctor Who question from David. Uh, I have heard a lot of bad about Matt Smith's farewell. <laughs> What's your opinion on it? Uh, and if you like it, why do you really? think others felt it to be horrible? Uh, a horrible send-off? Oh, I thought it was lovely. He personally oh, thought it was, it was uh, so an amazing cool send-off. Died. I mean... It- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck so. yourself. All right. Okay, you know, yeah. He's still the you doctor. Go <laughs> you gotta hit me down. You exactly. don't love. You don't love one doctor. You love all the doctors. That's right. Mm. Or you're not really a yes. fan. No, no, that's no. not true. true sir. That's not completely true. You have that doctor that is your doctor. Yeah. You have your doctor. You other versions and you, that pop up. You, you, love you love your doctor. You don't hate on the yes. other doctors. I think that's. There are some that you are going to hate. There's some you, you can you can level your your degrees of like. Let's just be honest. Nobody. I, I I have yet to truly find a six doctor fan. I if there's any out there, please six. sound off. Six yeah. celery? No, huh? that was celery. Beth. That was yeah. Beth. No, no, no the one with the crazy code and the really blonde curly yeah, hair. I think there's some out there. I, there I saw a guy cosplay that fucking perfectly. Yeah, I'm he did do a good job. I'm but wondering I if my brother-in-law is one of those people. Catherine Nathan. Does he like the Very few that, that I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. I, I always encounter fourth because that was the longest running one. That's, yeah. that's actually my first doctor. 
fifth, which was Davison, everybody kind of fell, kind of fell off. He had a good run. Um, got to six though, Colin, and it was just sort of like a. <laughs> Ooh, bad wardrobe choice. Can't you do something? It, 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 is it insane? He, he looks like a clown. That's my problem. He looks like a space it, clown. He's my clown doctor. And yes. it was like, no. God, no. But I want to talk about the specific question because I actually yes. wasn't aware that there were a lot of people. I mean, oh, some yes. people are always going to hate on it, but oh. are there a lot of people who hate yes. it? Really? There were a lot of people well, who I just thought it was wonderful. I mean, it just sort of gave us, it gave us everything that we wanted more time with the doctor. So it's almost like it sort of faked us out with like, here you go, have 300 years more with this doctor. Well, we didn't really get to see 300 years. Sure, yeah. We got to our, see little pieces of it. Well, our, most people's, a good chunk of the people's gripe with it was that you got to see the doctor age and he was in this one place and it was just very disjointed telling of him having to stick these Here. kind of catch-up moments. And yeah. you tell me this is supposed to be Trinzalore, and this is where these bad things are supposed to happen. And so far in the course of all of this, you have the silence where it's supposed to be the big bad guys, but they're not. Now they're, now they're his army. Yeah. He's rolling down the street like a pimp with his things like, yeah, I'm doing the jazz with the jets. And I'm like, no, this, oh, this part, I no. I did like that he was that guardian for the people, though. Yeah, I really like that. That part is what really I really got. liked I, it. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I like, handles. Holy crap. Handles was... Just destroyed me. Really? I loved it. I thought it was fine, but I'm just like, uh, like that's his Wilson. Oh, the no. end. But no, his no, end, his ending. His handles ending, because there was that whole moment of... Which, spoiler alert, uh, if you haven't seen it, stop, stop watching. But anyway. just, just, <laughs> you have to leave the site, it, guys. It was the thing that, the way he set up that whole thing to happen, and when it finally does, you're, and it just, goes... Oh, it, yeah, just great. That little empathy for, for handles was holding head. on for that one that's thing. That's exactly it. That that's empathy exactly for it. a Cyberman head. That's what you all will get. I guarantee you on that. Just one. like when he's asking him, "Are you comfortable?" I, I do not. It's irrelevant. Is that better? Affirmative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, little yeah. things like that. That's it what made huge. it. Uh, I I really liked it, but I think the <laughs> one of the problems that Matt Smith has had from the beginning uh, is that everyone who came who was already there uh, has loved David Tennant so much. Matt Smith has constantly been fighting in the shadow of David Tennant. And David Tennant has the greatest, like, finale scene. Uh, Jordan, yeah, he already looks like he's uh, agreeing. Tenth is the greatest. Okay, he's the greatest. I cry bullshit to that statement, people sir. I really do. Like, Ten having the greatest send-off? No, no, no. no. Uh, Tenth is the greatest. He is. That's why I call that's bullshit. That's a personal opinion. That's that's no, that's no, no, objective. Is, but, but you think about Nine's transition. Nine's transition was incredibly fast. Everybody yeah, keeps saying, fast. oh, this was too fast. I'm like, compared nope. to Ten, I guess? Hell, but, com- you know, but, technically, yeah. I mean, yeah. really. But like, he's... He has a really nice, really nice moment. The only thing I would have liked to have seen is maybe River kind of show up in this final kind of oh, nice. hallucination that he's whatever whatever no, he's doing. Because he, he gave River up the episode before. Yeah, so I he, feel like it's very hard to do that. Leland from Movie Issues was saying that he was pretty sure we've already gotten our goodbye for River, and, and we kind of did. I just I don't think they're going to bring her back. I, yeah, I think she's. Done. I would have liked, I would have liked a back. little more from her, but I think that's all we're going to get. Yeah, no, that, there is that. Sorry, I'm fighting my phone, buddy. <laughs> um, yes, Anthony does need to put his phone on silent. It is. It, the the problem is it's on silent. Everyone hears it. Well, though. maybe if someone stops texting me. I'm just trying to keep us in time. That's all. Don't worry. <laughs> Guys, are you having fun? I think everyone's We're having fun time. here. Uh, Jordan's asking us about uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Uh, we had kind of a short conversation before the last podcast, so it's, mm-hmm. it's not on record. Um, as far as the reaction to Gal Gadot as uh, being chosen for Wonder Woman, uh, and it turned into this big kind of body shaming um, discussion that we had. I think she can do just fine. I like her in Fast and Furious. That's my point of reference to her. I do personally think that currently she seems a little lean. And not that she's too skinny or she's anorexic or that's unattractive. It's just simply the role you're going to play is an Amazon. So, Time and as she, as she says she is doing. Well, actually, I, Amy Adams said she was doing it. Yeah, but she's doing it. Uh, is just simply bulk up for the role. Yeah. Plenty of actors will gain weight, lose weight, do whatever mm-hmm. it is for the role. So it's, right. it shouldn't be a big deal for us to ask, hey, woman, please do this. Oh, well, maybe we can put that woman in. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, All right. Maybe a phrase a little bit different. Right? Lady? Gail, would you mind? Nice, you nice you're lady? You're saying for this role that you're I'm saying, but I'm saying in a general... some weights. I'm saying in a, in a, <laughs> general, in a general way, in a general way, 
Mm-hmm. Before the protein explain, game's happening, yes. In, in a general way. In, in general way, that we shouldn't feel bad for asking a woman to also change her body for a role when we do the same for men. Obviously, it's like a fine line. I mean, you hear about TV anchors are told all the time, oh, you're way too, you know, way too skinny or way too heavy or whatever. Too old, or too, too tall. Too, and too that, feels like, yeah. that feels like, no. But yeah, if it's her particular it, role, yeah. you're like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think she's going to do great. Uh, Sarah Winchester's in there uh, trying to pimp herself. <laughs> Who made that awesome two-faced prosthetic and suit from the Young Justice abduction uh, that, that, that I wore? Uh, that was, in fact, Sarah Winchester. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find her here at The Lair, along with Kale Winchester, who made the suit. Uh, both of them have all of my thanks for making me look uh, so good. I just wear it. Where That's it. You? They... Where'd you get the eye from? The contact lens eye. Also, Sarah. Oh, nice. It's a whole costuming uh, uh, factory back here. Uh, Vincent Morrison, we... uh, You know what? We actually kind of breezed over the the son son of Batman because we just talked about the... It's going to be awesome. Actually, it does look really good. I think think, uh, that story is a really good one to tell for animated. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And from the one trailer, it's tough to see where they're going. But if they follow the comic, I think that's going to be a great Batman tale. Quality of the animation looks perfect. Yeah, it looks it does really good. That's kind of one thing that never really fails with them. They've always got really good-looking... I'm not a big fan of the animation for Justice League War. Bing, bing, bing. I'm not a fan of the animation style. Like yeah. it, A lot of them, especially one of them, look way too angular. It's, it looks like they're really trying to pull a, a, the Jim Lee out of it, which is tough. Like Jim Lee, it's it's kind of the same as when they tried to do Michael Turner for Apocalypse. It just comes actually, off a little awkward. A little bit or the Wildcats TV series. I mean, come oh on. Oh my god! All right, <clears throat> moving on. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> <sighs> Um, I, I honestly think it's, it's going to be really good, and yes. I don't have the highest hopes for War because the story, like we kind of mentioned earlier, well, is not like this. Uh, I'm really strong. Just because, like, War, like, is not even out yet, and they're already pimping the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it comes out in a, in a week or so. They, it's pretty common for them to once the the next one comes out, they start pimping the, they the pimp one after. They pimp it out, but they usually wait till the movie comes out because there's usually yeah, a trailer. WonderCon no, usually tells us what the fall one is, no, and that's that's before the spring one comes out. Comic Con with Flashpoint, they had already pimped out War. That's true. At the same time. So it was. It, I already knew that was coming. I knew what to expect. I had my little trailer right then and there. So it was really good. To I know. think my biggest problem is going to be the voice cast. The voice oh, cast I doesn't sound very. The voice cast that no? much. I most of the ones I've heard for it look like sound like it's going to be really really good. Catherine agrees with me. Catherine, um, of course, twin of uh, twin of Elizabeth here agrees that Matt Sendoff was uh, really good. She was. It was fantastic. She says, uh, still flawed, yes. but I mean that's no no that's, that's well, as that's it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why does Marvel and Dan Slott hate Spider Man so much? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you're just trolling us. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, we don't know why. It's true. We don't know why. You'll have to ask Dan. Uh, uh, Kristen says, I agree 100% with your analysis of Batman. Batman? Batman. Uh, as being more flawed and relatable, also I am so aware that I am a total... Stinker. Stinker for asking that question. It's okay. Own that. That's fine. You rock. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's our Doctor Who question. Aha. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Gotham show that we we mentioned. Uh, wow, way back in fall because that, that we talked about that uh, right show. around our, our live show at Comic Fest. Um, it's developed that it will be much more young Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and Jim Gordon than just Jim Gordon. So right. what I said originally is that you can't do. Uh, Gotham without Batman it's coming a little more true uh, they're talking about um, having more of the Bat villains in there probably yes. in some early incarnation of course I would like to actually see if they're going to do this I would like to see a little bit more of uh, the Gotham PD like really get Gotham's, the Gotham Central storyline really pushed through for that which would be great but even then that exists in a current Batman timeline what I'm saying is like you can still get some of that feel in where it's you still have Bruce Wayne still kind of doing that thing, be sort of not the main focus, and you can focus a little bit more on Gordon and the rest of the Gotham Police as they're doing their stuff. Still having to deal with some of these, like you know, the Falcons, a couple of the newer villains who come up like Mad Hatter and all them can get a good start off this early in the game and not yeah. be too overpowered for the show. 
how they would handle that, still getting that help off the sides from whatever Bruce is doing, but never overpowering the show. Yeah. Uh, so I think we actually managed to get through all the questions Sweet. in our generally allotted time of uh, an <laughs> <Yeah>. hour-ish. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. Ish. Well, you're only uh, 10 I mean, everything, everything here is going to be turned into uh, the podcast for next week. So uh, anything that... Uh, that one, oh, okay. Do you guys have any suggestions? Uh, that would make DC more interesting to read. Okay, well let's we'll finish off with that, okay. and then what we uh, recommendations for uh, for books to be picking up currently. Okay, uh, to make DC more interesting to read, that's a good. And you throw it in my way first, really? Well, you're the most experienced. Okay. Yeah, sure. You'd actually. If anyone else has got an idea, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Andrew um, would say make it cheaper. Uh, it, it, that we always will start off. Make it cheaper, so you can yeah. read more of the titles. Um, to make DC more interesting to read. Honestly, I'd say less Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Bo? Less Batman. There's... And, and granted, Batman is one of my most favorite DC characters. Yeah. But yeah, the but sheer kind of... volume of the Bat family and how many books there are <laughs> is just annoying at this point to me. I'll go back. To, I'll come back to that one. Okay, okay. That's a fun thing to talk about. But, um, <laughs> no, honestly, I think with DC, my... My one general wish, truthfully, because of the way they did the New 52, is I would have just truly wanted a 100% solid reboot. Oh, not a half-ass reboot? Not a half-ass. Because we still don't know what's true and what's not. And that's my problem with it. And this is a contention that I have with Bo. Again, I'll come back to this properly. But part of my contention with it, truthfully, is this, that half-reboot, so I have to tell a person, if you really understand what's happening here, go back over here. And that was part of the feeling that I've had with uh, a lot of the New 52 stuff is that so much of it is pre-New 52 information that you need to know to understand why they're starting here at mm-hmm. the story. Um, that was problem number one. Uh, to make it more interesting, I think it's a matter of always getting better writers, keeping consistent writers, letting them actually build, giving them a chance to set the story and go and not sort the sales are kind of an important thing but if you're basing it solely if on you're, sales you're if you're doing good the though the sales will follow and not from always because well, you can have a really great title mm-hmm. but your sales suck because no one's reading it they won't yeah. know about it and they'll come back on the back and go oh my god that storyline was great and it was yeah, awesome it's all, but it's all nobody's trades. fucking reading it at yeah. this moment um, the one thing that I've heard and this is kind of through a person through a person through a person mm-hmm. uh, but what seems to be common is that everyone's angry at the editors <laughs> and that somehow the editors are really <clears throat> ruining it for the writers. Yes. And that is, and, and it seems like, I mean, again, when it comes to Batman, there's so much that is intertwining all the books. So now all these other writers are getting their hands tied up with whatever they want to do to having to follow into court of owls or having into death in the family or year zero. Like or, they, they have to fold in killing off Damien. Sorry, that was Morrison. Don't don't get that. He was going to do that from the beginning. That's great, but he could have let as, as we all know. Just do the comics run. just suck off Morrison and let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Uh. The, the other thing I've learned with, uh, especially with DC, was a lot of the characters that they've really pushed. Did we go over time already? We are way. We over are time. way. Over We're not time. way over time. Oh, no, no. We got East Coast viewers who are wanting to go to bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Shut up. Just sorry. Say shut sorry, up. Eastside. Let's do a quick question. Field say shut up, Mitch. Okay. Okay. So just three, uh, three recommended books. Just go around. Okay. There we go. Oh, yeah. Starting with you because okay, I'll just say this: uh, Green Lantern twenty was excellent, and if you're any of the Jeff Johns run, it is a perfect wrap up. So that's my like one thing. Saga. I know I can't you know say right. that enough. Um, for the third one, that Batman and Robin, Peter Tomasi. I'm kind of on a Peter Tomasi like high right now. So, but it's it's Batman and Two Face right now, which is kind of a mess. Yeah. So go go back and read one through wherever <laughs> Damien. <laughs> so, so before Damien dies, yes. yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff is good. Yeah. Uh, saga, and then Transformers: More Than Meets the Eye, which I am way not caught up on, and then either Uncanny X Men or All New X Men. They're both great. I love the art on both of them. Um, I have to go. Uh, Wolverine and the X Men is uh, my favorite X book because it's it's still a lot of just kind of adventures and it re- reminds me of like the '90s when I was getting that that mail subscription mm-hmm. to comic books. Um, and I think Jason Aaron is doing a really great job. Um, what else am I reading? Um, you have a huge stack. We know that. <laughs> I do. I have such a ginormous stack. 
Um, Barry's asking about uh, Forever Evil. Once I found out that um, essentially uh, Ultraman was moving this, the moon to eclipse the sun, I checked out. Yeah. That's, that shit's... Like, that, that made you check out? Really? <sighs> that shit's ridiculous. Not the fact that he can do it. Fine. If you tell me that's, he has that much power, that's fine. It's just a terribly impractical way to try and keep from becoming weak. Like, every 15 minutes, you have to go back and readjust the moon. <laughs> Tides depend on that shit. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, all right. It's, it's a thing. I just, I just want that was what made you check out? That was my question, really. No. Just that I mean, part. there were other things. It wasn't super great. Oh. There were other things across the board. Uh, He-Man. Uh, the he- not He-Man versus uh, the DC Universe, but just the that He-Man book. too, by the way. So fucking impressively good. Wow. Okay. So much nice. fucking fun. Yeah. That's the second time I've heard something yeah, good about too. it. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, going to add it to the comicology list. Yeah. Took one of my suggestions. So, um, <laughs> so coming up with three. Uh, Nova, for a lot of you who have not uh, have or have not read that, it took me a second to get used to Sam Alexander because I wanted Rich Rider back so goddamn bad. But it's actually a well-done book. I, I it's mean, generally fun. It's, that's what I think. It's really fun. It's the first time I, in a while where I've read a teen superhero book where the teen is happy about getting the power, exploring it, still has to answer to mom, has all those type of... The, the only the complaint is it reminds me too much of Blue Beetle all the time. Like, I have that... that you that, know, I can, I can see where you're at with that one. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a very, like, similar character uh, characteristics back and forth with, like, this overall, like, I'm enjoying the powers, I'm trying to learn it, but at the same time... The only difference is, of course, the helmet is not completely sentient and is not telling him how, how to kill everybody yeah. and everything. So there's that. Okay. But ultimately, very good. A lot of fun. Um, that's one on my list. You already mentioned the other. Um, I would was it He-Man? Yeah, it was He-Man. Yeah. He was nice. Wow. Nice. Uh, it's so oh. weird for it to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's something I really didn't expect. So, Sadly, overall, anything valiant because oh my god, they have no, no, seriously, wow. no, no. I mean, I know you've. It's just you get, we're we're having to accept that He Man's a good book, and now you're telling us Valiant's a good book. It's just well, it's been fun. Like anything, yeah. like in in an order out of the Valiant series, I think my favorite right now tying is Archer and Armstrong and Climbing Woody because they have a really good sense of fun. None of these are actual pure superhero books, which is impressive. They are. Just telling really good stories about people who happen to have superpowers in this world, and that's what's happened. Kind of Animal Man like, where it's more about their personal life and yeah. less about their superhero life. Yeah, there, there is cool. no that's... actual superheroes. The closest thing you might get might be Quantum, and he just barely got his powers. Mm. He's the only one who, and he's a militarily trained security guard who decided to, once he got his powers, like, I could be like a superhero and he does a whole cape and all the other thing and realized capes are fucking stupid. No more. <laughs> and it's those type of things that happen in no the capes. book. Yeah. No capes. Yeah. We learned that. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm saying. Like, the Viant Lion, all the way down the points, they've fixed all the bad things. Even Unity, with that whole debacle from the 90s, much better in this. So much better. Impressive. All right. All right. Nice. Well, well, I'm able to read. All Viant. Valiant, and my guys. third... Um, I think my third real guilty pleasure's got to be Empowered. If you guys are not reading yeah. Empowered, seriously speaking, seriously, it's the art alone. I mean, the art, yeah, exactly, just the art. But then he always considers himself a storyteller first and an right. artist second. The story is great too. It is meant for more adult-minded people, for starters, because there's a parental advisory sticker. It's like a hard R on there. Yeah, I would think. yeah. there's right. no real actual hundred percent nudity, in it, which is yeah. impressive. But it's definitely a lot of adult themes and sexual uh, material. But storytelling-wise, the fact that it completely pokes fun at the entire superhero trope oh, absolutely. Themes, yeah. Yeah. is what makes it a brilliant book. And that's why it's one of my top recommendations to most people. Like, if you hate superheroes but you want to have a good, fun read with good art, there you go. go for I it. will give you Empowered in a Heart and go read yeah. this and I know it looks like total cheesecake, but it's a strong female character, and they play into that as well. So and they talk cool. about that. And they, they talk about it. They in, talk about across it. the board, like why it happened, especially the last book, without giving spoilers, they mm-hmm. actually really go into the deepness of why that's actually happening. Yep. yep. It's good stuff. Um, there's a book that's coming out. Um, I put a preview out last week called uh, Furious from Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really interested in it conceptually. Uh, essentially... Um, the world's kind of first superhero uh, is this woman who gets powers, but her her history is very jaded, very dark. She was a very not good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aspect that I really like about it is that it's set in this very real world where essentially, if we had a superhero in this in this real world we have now, 
they would never have a moment alone. There's always someone clicking a picture with their phone, mm-hmm. uh, TMZ, all that stuff. So how can, one, someone keep a secret identity? And then if that identity ever leaked and then you find out all these terrible things, this hero, you know, this person who's doing good, could you ever trust that person? I really like these themes. It seems really interesting mm-hmm. and not something that you get to see very often. So I'm actually looking forward to, to that coming out. Um, but that's it, uh, yes. guys. We are done for tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in, yep. participating. We loved all of your questions. All this other stuff, we'll put into another podcast. So uh, be sure that you are following us. If you haven't already, we have the Facebook, the Twitter. We have the Google Plus, as you know, because you're smart and you're on it. Yeah, you're on uh, our Hangout. That's right. We've got, we've got a Tumblr. Uh, if you guys have any more questions or anything uh, you want to uh, contribute to the podcast or ideas for topics you'd like to hear us talk about, you can email it to us at comicissues at gmail.com. And, of course, you should be following The Villainous Lair. Yes, please do follow us at Villainous Lair. We have Villainous Lair, Villainous Gaming. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have our own website, villainouslair.com. We post things there regularly, let you know what the new things are, links for the news as well. They're linked to us as well. Uh, we link to you guys also on our email list. Yeah. No, Sign up sure. for, for the newsletter. Exactly. Definitely. Sign up for the newsletter. See all the events. Uh, the newsletter has a great little section of um, books to read, like this week's yes. go-to books. If you've got a little extra money in your budget, these are some uh, definitely uh, good books to be to be reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, if you're in the area, Villainous Layer Gaming has all kinds of events. Uh, the guy, these guys go big for the magic, <laughs> uh, which is a thing that we did not get to talk about. No, um, all the magic movie. That's magic right. the movie. Yep. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes. so that's uh, that's it, everybody. I'm Anthony Silva, along with... Andrew Blyne. Elizabeth Wallace. Chris Mitchell. And good geeking, everybody. Thank you very much. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs>